0: So initially I had recorded my cutting episode for this week and was going to just record another segment of me answering some of the questions that I had received on Instagram and just commonly asked, frequently asked questions and going over all of that. However, I received quite a few different questions and I wanted to be able to go over each of them without that cutting episode being way too stinking long. So here we are, a little mini episode, little mini sequel to my cutting series, uh, just a strictly Q&A for the questions that I did get asked. So let's roll right in. Okay, question number one was, how many months are you supposed to be cutting for? So you guys will kind of start to gather this yourselves as I go through each of these questions, but a majority of the answers are going to be, drumroll please, it depends right there is very very little in health and fitness that is completely solidified and applies to everyone at any stage any time any goal right most of the time it truly does depend on you your progress your body's results your body's response your compliance there's a ton that goes in so in general for cutting for the summer and this is for like actual cutting and we're going to go into this in a second but not just weight loss there's a difference there not a big difference, but there's a difference. So cutting typically for the summer, people like to do around three months, around 12 weeks is usually sufficient for a cut. But again, it in, it depends entirely on where you're at post-bulking phase, kind of where you're at now, what your goals are for the summer. If you want to lose you know, around five pounds for the summer, it may not take you 12 weeks. You may not need to cut for that long. If you are looking for some greater body composition changes, meaning decreasing overall body fat, that is going to take quite a bit of time. That takes longer than just weight loss in itself, which is kind of more the direction of a cut. So I would say on average around three months, but again, totally depends on what your goals are and how you've been doing so far. Question number two is, do you use IIFYM? So that stands for if it fits your macros, which essentially means you can eat whatever, whenever, as long as it fits within your macro targets, you're good to go. So this kind of became super popular in like the bodybuilding world a little while ago where people were prepping for shows and going for their goals with shit food because if it fits your macros, like who cares? And I personally do not approach my eating and my lifestyle like this um, just based on the fact that it's not good for you. Like, by no means is filling your macro targets with nothing but chocolate chip cookies and cupcakes healthy, sustainable, or going to give you the results that you want, even if it fits your macros. Now, on the flip side of things, I definitely don't restrict myself from anything, even if I'm cutting, even if I'm super lean, even if I'm midsummer. If I want it, I'm going to have it. I will then make it fit within my macros, but that is not the way I approach my eating for the day. I tend to go more based on the 80-20 split, 80% of my calories in my food coming from whole food sources, coming from fruits and veggies, lean protein, complex carbs, and 20% of my calories coming from, yes, that chocolate chip cookie and that cupcake. So that's the way I like to approach it. Again, I don't love the if it fits your macros mindset because you're not really learning healthy eating habits or healthy lifestyle habits. You're more so just learning how to count numbers and make crap food fit into your diet. So. Don't love that approach. Will it work? Probably yes for a short period of time, but you're not going to feel good. You're not going to feel energized eating crap food that just hits your target. So focus on the healthy stuff, focus on the whole foods and you'll feel and look a whole lot better. Question number three kind of goes right alongside of that with favorite meals for cutting. So... I basically eat the same thing, whether I'm cutting, bulking, maintaining, winter, summer, my food stays relatively the same. The only thing that changes is the actual quantity of what I'm eating. So for example, I make myself protein oats every single motherfucking morning. Like seriously, every single morning, I'm obsessed with them for over a year now. And when I'm cutting, the only thing that changes is just a little bit of the quantity of the oats and maybe a little bit less peanut butter. That's it. And when I'm bulking, I'll add in more oats and more peanut butter, maybe some more toppings. Like my meals stay basically the same because it's what I enjoy eating. And again, nothing is off limits. I just have to make it work with a little bit less calories, a little bit less wiggle room. That being said, favorite meals for cutting are always things that are high in volume. And I touched on this a little bit in the actual episode regarding cutting for the summer. But volume foods are things that you that can increase the size of, of what's on your plate. So adding in fruits, adding in veggies, adding in, you know, simple swaps instead of brown rice, doing cauliflower rice instead of a super calorie dense, you know, steak for dinner. Maybe you're going for a leaner source of protein like chicken, just allowing yourself to eat a good quantity of food, but not have it be super calorie dense. So anything that adds volume is always my go-to. Lots of fruits, lots of veggies. I try to eat a fruit or vegetable with basically every meal. But again, I do that while I'm bulking or cutting. It just depends on the actual quantity. Next question is, is cardio a requirement and if so, how much? Um, I touched on this a little bit as well in that episode just with how to actually implement cardio in, when you need it, how much you need it. But bottom line is no, cardio is not a requirement. Cardio is a tool to help make your cut go faster. So if your body is not responding by simply decreasing calories, being a little bit more active, then yes, doing strategic cardio sessions is going to be super helpful. Um, For most people, it's probably one of the basics of cutting. You associate like cutting for the summer, I got to do cardio. It's not a necessity. Again, if your body is responding just by decreasing calories from where you're typically at, by no means do you feel like you need to jump on the Stairmaster and start sweating it out up there. But it can definitely be helpful if you feel like you're getting stuck. Um, so for cutting in general, I would recommend maybe two to three half hour sessions of cardio, whether that be stairs, incline walk, going for a hike, swimming. I mean, I like I talked about, I love hit cardio that's one of my go-to's so it's not required but it can definitely help next question is and i lost count already (laughs) is should the scale be going down or is it better to take pictures the answer is yes to both when you are cutting you are decreasing your overall body Right you're aiming to decrease your overall body fat but again that depends on how you go about your cut. So the scale should be going down. Does that mean it has to go down, you know, exactly a pound every single week for the 12 weeks that you're cutting? No, absolutely not. It's it's going to jump around a little bit, but in theory if you are in a cut, you're in a calorie deficit, the scale should be decreasing. However, it's really, really good and it's a great idea to take progress pictures as well because those pictures can give you kind of more of the whole look, a look at the entire piece of the puzzle rather than just the scale because the scale is going to fluctuate depending on maybe that time of the month, how much water you drank, did you drink or eat a lot of salty foods, like there's so much that goes into the number, so if you're taking progress photos alongside those weight measurements then you'll be able to kind of look side by side like oh shoot yeah you know the scale didn't move as much this week but i'm seeing a lot more definition through my abs or i'm seeing a little bit less body fat through my back or or upper arms things like that so i definitely recommend doing both um just the more data the better essentially next question is should you be hungry on a cut um i touched on this a little bit as well short answer yes yep Your body should be hungry. You are strategically eating less than your body needs, right? And you're doing it for a purpose. You're not doing it to just starve yourself for no reason. You're not doing it forever. But because you are in a calorie deficit and eating less than you are burning, your body should be hungry. You're going to feel hungry and your brain's going to continually tell you that. So I also talked through some strategies and techniques to help with that hunger in that episode as well. Um, So definitely go give that a listen if you have not done so already. And to kind of go off of that, the second part of this question is, would intermittent fasting work? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with intermittent fasting. I think it works great for some people um, and some people not so much. But essentially, the only reason it works is because it helps to keep your calorie deficit. Because if you're eating for less hours of the day, there's a good chance you'll be eating less food. So by doing, you know, going through intermittent fasting and maybe not having your first meal till 12 versus having breakfast at nine, essentially you're cutting out some of those calories, which is then making it hopefully a little bit easier to stick to your calorie deficit. Next question we have here is how do you control cravings specifically around your period? So when you are cutting or you're in a cut, it's more than likely that you're going to have some increased cravings because you are a little bit more hungry and especially around that time of the month, it's it gets to be pretty brutal. I'm pretty lucky where I don't get crazy cravings. Of course, I have a sweet tooth as it is, so that ramps up a little bit but nothing too crazy. Um, in all honesty, I just eat <laughs> what I'm craving. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it goes back to what I said at the beginning here with there's no foods that are off limits because you're cutting, right? You're cutting for the summer. Or I can't have ice cream. Like, well, why? I mean, you can't have a gallon of ice cream every night and expect to see progress. Sure. But a little bit of ice cream one night because you're craving it, have it. And chances are, if you have it, you give in to that craving, you make it fit your macros, kind of going back to that, that concept, you'll be a, okay. And there's a chance you'll probably eat it in a normal portioned out amount rather than suppressing that craving until you literally can't handle it and all of a sudden you binged on an entire bag of chips or something along those lines. So I give into to my cravings within reason um, and I just make sure that, that I plan for them. I plan ahead of time and then I just look for some 1% better options, either like a lower calorie ice cream or like skinny pop. I love like the boom chicka pop. Um, sweet and salty kettle corn. It's like the perfect mix of both. And that's super macro friendly and easy to kind of work in. So that helps me a ton. Don't fight them. Listen to your body, do what you got to do. Um, next question is, and there's actually two on this. Is it mostly food that differentiates bulking from cutting? Yes. It is almost entirely your nutrition that signifies, are you in a bulk or are you in a cut? Not much of your workout programming should change. And I touched on this a little bit in that previous episode as well. Um, And then same thing here, is cutting mostly diet-based? What's the difference lifting-wise, cutting to bulking? Not much. (laughs) Not much changes, essentially. If you took the same workout program and you did it in a calorie surplus, aka a bulk, or you did it in a calorie deficit, aka a cut, you would see results, respectively. So the bulk, you would be gaining a little bit of muscle from that programming, and in the cut, you would be still building a little bit of muscle, but decreasing body fat and looking a little bit more lean due to your nutrition. Next question is, what are the basics for someone who has never cut before? Okay, so whoever asked this question, I went through this entire thing in the actual cutting episode, so make sure you give that a listen. I don't want to repeat myself too much so you guys can kind of get through each of these questions. Uh, da, da, da. Next question is, do you have to go through a winter bulk in order to do a cut? So, No you you don't have to be up on the scale in a calorie surplus, you know, eating a bunch of extra things for months and months on end bulking in order to cut definitely not. However, and I think I touched on this as well, you can't be you have to you have to be in a good starting place in order to go into a cut. If you're already in a calorie deficit cutting for the summer, like what are you going to go less, you're going to eat less food. You're going to cut more. Like, no, you have to make sure your body, your hormones, your metabolism, everything is in a good place before heading into a cut. And that does not necessarily mean having been in a bulk. If you've been eating around maintenance level for the past few months and focusing on, you know, working out and lifting, getting stronger through the winter in order to go into a quote unquote cut for the summer, all you would really need to do is just bring your calories down slightly from maintenance That's all. So, you don't have to be in a bulk prior to, um, but I think being in a calorie surplus for a good deal of time does help with compliance when your calories are a little lower and it gives your body and your hormones a chance to kind of reset before heading back into a calorie deficit. All right. Next up is, and I'm trying to get through these kind of rapid fire just because I don't want to make this episode too, too long because I covered most of these things within that actual cutting episode, but. Next one is a question that says a lot of fitness posts have been saying don't cut for more than 12 weeks at a time. But if your goal is to lose a lot of weight, then I don't understand why people say 12 weeks total. That is because there is a difference between weight loss goals and cutting for the summer. And hear me out, those of us who have weight loss goals, you want to lose 20 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever it may be, entering into a weight loss phase, yes, you are doing a lot of things very similar to a cut for the summer, you're in a calorie deficit, maybe you're adding in some cardio, you're focusing on you know, the scale going down. That is very different than someone who is strategically heading into the warmer months with the goal to decrease overall body fat percentage to look a little bit more lean, shredded, toned, what have you. There's a difference between the two. The first one is a lot more lifestyle-based, is a lot more health-focused. The second one is for people who have really already achieved those types of goals and been able to stay there, but want to kind of take things up a notch, ramp things up, and bring it to the next level to look super lean, shredded, toned, whatever, for the summer. So there is a big, big difference there. And that's why weight loss, 50-pound weight loss goal, hell yeah, it's going to take longer than 12 weeks. And you're going to be in a calorie deficit for longer than 12 weeks. But the idea behind cutting is it is a much more intensive, strict, go, 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 let's get it done in 12 weeks kind of deal because it's a little bit more time sensitive, it's a little bit more aggressive, and you don't typically maintain your summer lean cut all year round. Again, whereas someone who's just trying to lose weight and they lose twenty pounds, yeah, they're going to wind up maintaining at that new weight. That's a new healthy weight for them. So there's a difference between just weight loss and cutting. And aiming to lose weight does not mean you are in a cut. There, the the connotation between the two is a little bit different. So I know that's kind of confusing, but hopefully that makes sense between the two. Next question is how to switch your mindset from bulk to cut. Um, that's a great question, and being that this whole podcast is a lot about the mental side of things. I'm glad that this was asked. Um, In theory and in reality, I love the transition from bulk to cut because bulking for me is so much more uncomfortable, right? You're eating more, you're a little bit heavier, you're a little bit fluffier, maybe you don't feel as great. I get so excited to cut because I get to see all of the hard work that I've been putting in through that bulk. All of those weeks spent being a little bit fluffy, a little bit up on the scale, kind of pushing the weight, grinded in the gym, going into a cut, like, yeah, you have to be a little bit stricter. Yeah, things get a little bit harder, but you get to see all your hard work come to life. And for me, there is nothing more rewarding than seeing myself, you know, mid-workout being like, holy shit, I look freaking good. And I know that probably sounds so conceited, but when you work your ass off every day, every week, every month for the body that you're in, you should be damn fucking proud of what you're looking at in the mirror. And you should be so, so, so excited to show that off and to just present all of the hardware. Just like anything, if you, I don't know, you bought a brand new car and you were so proud of yourself because you've been saving for years and you finally bought it and you just picked it up and it's bright and shiny red, you're gonna wanna go show your friends. You're gonna wanna go show your family. You're gonna wanna take a joy ride around the block and just have everyone's eyes on you. And that's a good fucking feeling. Because you worked your ass off for that brand new car. The same way you're working your ass off for the body that you're building. And you should be super, super proud of that. So that's why I get excited for going into a cut. And that's where my mind goes And in regards to just mindset in general is like, let's put this hard work to to good use and, and let's show it off a little bit. Let's have fun with this. So that's the way I like to approach it. And when it comes to nutrition and just switching from high calories to a little bit lower calories, again, keeping in mind the general purpose behind all of this, knowing that it is temporary. And the food will always be there. It'll be right back in place whenever the summer's done. And I can head back into that build or whatever it is as quickly or as slowly as I want to. Because in theory, you are in control. Next question is, how much or how many grams of protein do you eat daily? Um, I'd have to go look at it off the top of my head. A good rule of thumb for most people is around one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you're unsure of where to eat or where to how much protein to start eating, that's a good rule of thumb for you to kind of get going. Okay, so I think I touched on all of them. My apologies if I did not get to your question. I had a few repeats in there, so I wanted to make sure that I kind of combined similar topics. But Thank you guys very much for bearing with me on this little impromptu Q&A part two to my cutting series. I think I'm going to wind up keeping this conversation going for quite a bit um, because I got lots and lots of questions, some messages through my DMs as well. And I think there's I think it's pretty confusing, to be honest. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there and nothing is worse than not knowing or feeling like you don't know what the hell to do especially when the summer's creeping right around. So hopefully this gave you a little bit of insight more specifically into cutting, kind of some rapid fire answers to those questions, as well as some greater in-depth detail on that initial part one of this cutting series. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you all for anyone who submitted a question. Hopefully this was helpful and I'm looking forward to chatting next week.